0: Welcome to the Freezing Nomad podcast. I'm your host, Perfect Nomad. This is going to be a little bit of a special episode. I'm going to try something a little bit different. Instead of talking about specific Blizzard games and what's going on in that game, or maybe a different game, I'm going to talk to you about my personal experiences with Blizzard games in this episode, and how it came to fruition, and when I started, and all these cool little things you might want to learn about me and some things I just want to talk about because I love Blizzard. <laughs> they have completely changed my life and I owe them a lot of things of who I am today because of this company. I want to give a shout out to James Ridgers, the lead program manager at Blizzard for Overwatch, for. For sharing my podcast. I've, I've gained new listeners. and Maybe you are a new listener to this. And I thank you for subscribing. Maybe you're an old listener. And I thank you as well. This is the fifth episode. Fifth real episode into this podcast. And my journey. And I want to thank you for tagging along with me. On this journey. Hopefully you're going to enjoy it. Because I've been having a blast doing these podcast episodes. And I thank you for sticking with me. And thank you James Ridgers. For for putting me on blast and kind of holding me responsible. Now I have to do these periodically. (laughs) All right, without further ado, let's get this started. So imagine it's the year 2001, and I'm still in elementary school, I believe, or junior high, was it? I don't recall too well. (laughs) Who, Who thinks back that far? But just imagine being me, sixth grade, little chubby kid minding his own business not really knowing what to do in life and just having an interest in video games I had an Xbox, I played Fable a lot I played uh, Knights of the Old Republic I I just I really liked liked games and then my uncle at the time had received a, a computer, a desktop and I had always had an interest in computers, I never had one to myself but I remember going on AOL and searching up keywords and being restricted and being yelled at to get off the internet so people could use the phone. Remember that, man? <laughs> but I remember around that time when I was in sixth grade, uh, my uncle introduced me to a little game called RuneScape, and we all know what RuneScape is. It was it's like that point-and-click adventure game set in a medieval fantasy world. I played the crap out of that game. I I couldn't get enough of that game. That game I would I would go home from from school and not even do my homework and just play RuneScape, just click all day and just have fun. I remember my character's name was uh Takoon 2, named after the Fully Coolie anime because I was really into that. Um, just young just playing this game just constantly. And I remember chopping oak woods in Lumbridge or whatever and These people were just having a conversation about what game was better and somebody brought up Warcraft and they were arguing like no RuneScape is way better no Warcraft is way better and it didn't mean anything to me at the time because people would just talk crap in that game whatever you mind your own business but I I gained an interest so I looked up Warcraft on a little dial of connection and I was floored the graphics were amazing compared to RuneScape. What the heck is an orc? It, you could play as one. There's there's warriors and warlocks and mage. What is this? But there's no runes. What the heck? It, it just I didn't understand what Warcraft was or how a role-playing game could work like that. I didn't watch videos on it because I didn't know how to. But I remember being just completely in awe of like this game. That's where my interest came from. But it wouldn't be until years later that I would actually play World of Warcraft. It wouldn't be until about 2005 that I would actually pick up World of Warcraft. I, re- I remember talking with an old RuneScape friend of mine who had been my friend for years. We had a falling out last year, but. No big loss there, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So that person convinced me to at least check out World of Warcraft. Then I had a friend from sixth grade who uh, who was also playing World of Warcraft at the time. He was a uh, a night elf rogue, and he would just he would never shut up about about World of Warcraft. I, I remember him talking about Teldrassil, I did I didn't know what it was at the time. He was talking about this big, great tree that you could fall off the map and and die in the water and it would be hard to get back to your body. I remember going to to see Dane Cook with him because his parents got his tickets, him and his family, and he just wouldn't shut the heck up about World of Warcraft. But yeah, it was annoying at the time to just hear him talk about this game that I couldn't play. But hearing him talk about it really piqued my interest. So I would say maybe... 2005 no 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 it wasn't 2005 it was 2007 is when i actually picked up world of warcraft because i was uh burning crusade i remember that was a big thing i remember hearing about it on the news that it was world of warcraft's first expansion and uh hearing about it on the news was like a really big deal but i didn't i didn't get it at the time so man (laughs) just thinking about it is making me really nostalgic and it's giving me the chills just sifting through these memories but <clears throat> I remember my first World of Warcraft character was a human warrior with uh, white hair. I tried to make him as look as possible, like, as close as possible to my Runescape character. I had a really weird thing about white hair, <laughs> but yeah, he was a, a warrior, and I, I remember getting to uh, level ten with him. And I remember sitting at uh, junior high and at the benches, and <laughs> there was like this this cholo dude. I don't, I don't remember his name. Let's just call him Damien. And I was like, yeah, Damien, I started playing World of Warcraft. And he's like, fool, you play World of Warcraft, homie? I'm like, yeah. Would you play? Would you pick? I picked a human warrior. Fool, why are you going to play a human when you're in a fantasy world, Holmes? Why don't you pick like an elf or something? And you know what? He had a point. (laughs) He had a gosh darn point. So that day I went home and I ignored that character. I think I deleted him. And I was sifting through the servers, and I picked VecnaLash for some strange reason. I think because my friend was playing there. No, actually, it was just because it was the one that was recommended to me. So VecnaLash is the the server I chose, and I made Nautakun. my night elf warrior. Nautakan because of fully Coolie. It just it was just magic from there. I I remember logging in and just. Just the memories. It's just it's just rushing back to me. I didn't even brush up on the human character, because when I first logged into that character, I was just I was taken aback, because this game took me three days to download. This is back when it had like five six different discs, and I was playing on dial-up. So I thought once the the disc was done formatting, it'd be it'd be done. Nope, patches. <laughs> That's when I learned about patches. But man, I, once I logged in, I was running around, and it it was hard for me to grasp the UI. And the, to- the tutorials were easy, I mean like that's one thing Blizzard excels at is just having a easy-to-learn controls and stuff like that. But I remember killing something and looking for loot on the ground, because uh, RuneScape, when you kill something, all the gear or money, whatever drops, it's just boom right there on the floor. And we know in uh, World well, of Warcraft, the body just kind of glimmers and you right click it and the loot appears on a little box and you click the box and you get the gear and your, uh, your inventory. So i was super confused i didn't understand how that worked in runescape when you take damage you can eat and restore your health right then and there in world of warcraft you can't heal yourself during combat unless you have a healing spell or a potion and even with the potion there's a cooldown so just learning these controls was just so different and and, and thrilling for me because i had never seen anything like it before i remember getting out of the starter area and going to goldshire and seeing the forest I, I literally said, wow. <laughs> Cheesy, I know, but I uh, wow. <laughs> Think about it, you're going from RuneScape top-down, really crappy polygonal uh, graphics, and you go to World of Warcraft, which is upgraded polygons, but still looks incredible. I, my, 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 little, my little mind was blown. But yeah, so going back to this Night Elf character that I made, that, that was my child. That was my baby. naoto was my baby. <laughs> um, I, I did everything with that character. I, 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 the earliest patch I can remember was when Black Temple was new. So I'm gonna say that's around the time I started, which was uh, 2007. And, I, man, <laughs> uh, I remember killing bears. I think in Wintergrasp because I was level 68, 69, and I didn't know where else to quest. This is before flying mounts existed, or. I, I knew how to level efficiently, but I was just constantly killing those, and I had skinning and mining, so I thought I was going to make money off uh, leathers. And I played RuneScape, so I applied those uh, those skills to <laughs> to World of Warcraft, which didn't transfer over. So I was just killing those all day until finally I hit, I think I think it was sixty eight or sixty nine, and I went through the dark portal. No, no, it was it was because <laughs> that was the seventy was the was the end game stuff for uh, for Burning Crusade yeah so then I went through the dark portal and man that changed my freaking life like it was so cool to just walk through that portal and then there's the steps and everything's all huge you go down you see the pit lord he's fighting it was just crazy to me it was it was a brand new experience all over again going from vanilla wow to uh, Burning Crusade I mean Still, I'm at the time I was young. I didn't know how to do anything efficiently, but it was so different for me. And mind you, I'm playing all this on freaking dial-up. So when I got in the chat, Shatrath, oh my god! I think my computer just about blew up. <laughs> but I, I flourished on that character. I remember my friend from RuneScape who was playing uh, playing that game, uh, playing Warcraft. Uh, she made a, a guild called Stairway and she turned it into like a raiding guild and we started in karazhan and again i'm still doing all this crap on dial-up <laughs> That's, and i know i keep mentioning it but I, I it still blows my mind because if i get anything lower than 80 megabytes per second i blow a gasket <laughs> probably because i had dial-up but yeah she made a a guild called a uh, stairway named after stairway to heaven though and she made that a raiding guild and then complications happen and i remember somebody from that guild Took people into the raid and she kind of became the raid leader and when our uh, My friend came back from being in the hospital for a little bit due to uh, appendix problems She got mad at that person saying that you're stealing my people she's like well (laughs) People want to raid, you know, and I just kind of took it upon myself to do that and the guild split up so we made a different guild called uh, Acheron and that person became my online, my online fleek, my online girlfriend. Again, I'm still young. <laughs> I was still like 15 or 16 at the time. So it was a big deal to me. And then it was, what was really cool about that is that nobody cared. They actually thought it was cute. So I, I became like the, uh, the, the. the I, I was the guild owner at first, but then I handed over that, that responsibility to her because she was really good at it. And we that's what we do we would go every saturday friday saturday thursday i don't remember and we would run karazhan and karazhan was my first raid and i loved it i loved talking to people on Ventrilo. i had a blast i would tell people about my day everybody was so nice it it, it felt like a family and it's it's amazing to me that doing that talking with these people of all different wakes of life has changed mine you know nobody cared that i was young or that she was young or we were the same age nobody cared about that they knew we would grow up you know we had some older people in our guild um, who were just pretty pretty darn old <laughs> no offense to anybody who's older and listening to this they were probably uh, like 70 and they were they were good as heck at <laughs> playing Wow, they were great at raiding I don't know where they are now, but, you know, hopefully doing well. Um, Man, (laughs) Uh, that person I mentioned earlier, uh, who was the owner of that, she's still active today. We're still friends. We're great friends. Uh, Well, I wouldn't say great friends, but we're probably on acquaintance level now. But she exists, and we acknowledge each other, and she's been in my life in and out since then. So, I mean, that's cool, (laughs) I would say, because we would have never met because of this game. I just, man, just thinking about all that, time really flies. I remember being in high school, like, just coming home and just wanting to do nothing but play WoW. You know, I, I wasn't great at uh, learning stuff. I wasn't great at doing homework. None of that caught my interest. And, and World of Warcraft was the one to, to fill that void. I never thought that uh, that Blizzard would be such a huge impact in my day-to-day life or something I could work with. Um, not saying that I worked there. It's just my current job at Medieval Times. They have worked with us, and we've worked with them to put on, put on a show. But anyways, that's a story for a different time. But World of Warcraft changed my life. In, in high school, I was the uh, I was the World of Warcraft guy. I, br- I wrote essays about it. Um, I brought in books. Lord of the Clans by Christy Golden was the book to, like, <laughs> make me read during a SSR, uh, sustained silent reading. Every 15 minutes in a school day, we'd have to pull out a book and read. And that was the only book to keep my attention. And that's when I learned about the characters, uh, the, the lore, the world itself. It blew my freaking mind to, uh, to see Thrall in, uh, in that dungeon that you can do and during Burning Crusade. You go back in time and see that little encampment he was at. To see that from the book to the game was just mind blowing to me. I, I remember just bringing in the atlas. So actually, somebody gifted me the atlas from uh, from school. Um, in fact, uh, every year the seniors from high school in the Anaheim Union High School District, what we uh, what, what they do is they come to the Medieval Times. My job uh, for their celebratory for their seniors. And what was really cool, I saw my old English teacher there this year, and her name is Miss Kim, and I go up to her, and it was just like really, hugs, and oh my gosh, you've grown so much, and oh my gosh, you know, you look so good, and this is what you do, this is amazing, you're dressed as a knight, like yeah, 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 and then there was the question, do you still play WoW, do you still play World of Warcraft, and (laughs) I just couldn't help but get like the stupidest smile on my grin, and even though I don't currently play World of Warcraft, I still consider I do, because I keep up to date with the game, and the only reason I'm not playing it right now is for financial reasons, but whatever, <laughs> I mean, Wild is on anyways, but I told her yes, and she just, her job dropped, she's like, what? That's so crazy, I remember when you used to write essays, and you had your hair, and you would just always talk about your night elf warrior, and oh my god, it was so embarrassing, but... It was just super cool because she remembered me as the warcraft guy and she didn't think of me as as a weirdo she didn't talk about me in a weird sense she didn't like oh, do you still play world of warcraft it was like do you still play well like she was excited for me and then i got to tell her about the things that i've done with uh, with blizzard and you know meeting people from blizzard and being involved in these communities and listening to podcasts and all that and finding like-minded people it was it was really cool, you know, and I, I, I couldn't help but like feel a little tearjerker because, you know, of course with gr- growing up in that time, you know, if you were a gamer, you were a nerd, you were you were weird, like why would you video game, video game, video game and play soccer and basketball? Or, oh of course you would play play video games all day. You're a fat kid. It was it was like that. And, and to hear somebody from my past, like just be completely excited that I still do this because it is my passion and do that. I just, oh man, it just really tugged at the heartstrings. But I mean, I could go on for days about how World of Workout specifically has changed my life. But, you know, I just wanted to, to tell you about my little bit of story. This, I mean, there's so much to it. It's, there's like an, an, an enrichment to telling people my little story and this is only a segment this is just a small tidbit and I could go on and on and on and on and on talking about it uh, even talking about it right now I'm just picturing the quests and areas that I've been with that night elf warrior but I'm going to go ahead and end that here and you know just talk a little bit more about uh, other things in this next segment So at the end of Burning Crusade, I was just an angsty teen. Wrath of the Lich King came out, and WoW felt empty for me. There was a lot of things going on in my life, so I didn't know how to deal with my teenage angst. But really, do any of us do when we're teenagers? So I just kept playing WoW because it became a daily routine. It wasn't something that I enjoyed. And next thing I know, Cataclysm came out. And I dropped everything. I dropped everyone, and I made a character on a—I don't even remember the server name. I made a Worgen Rogue named Sleeper Pill because I was taking sleeping pills at the time just to help my insomnia. And I—I th- I thought it was clever. <laughs> I played a lot of PVP on that guy, and it was fun. But I—I I felt like a loner. I didn't—I didn't enjoy WoW anymore. It just—it it felt like work. and it, and that, that's no fault of the game, that was just my stuff. But I it, WoW was just the game. I didn't understand the company. You know, I never had any interest in the company at the time. So I kept playing WoW and just got bored and eventually quit. I believe I had an Xbox 360 at the time. So I was playing Halo Reach, Mass Effect, Red Dead Redemption. Oh man, I was big into that. And I was fo- trying to focus more on uh, high school. To no avail. <laughs> um, next thing I know. Mr. Pandaria rolls around. And I just I never picked it up. So yeah. I've been an avid World of Warcraft player. Up until Mr. Pandaria. Oh man. <laughs> and and then all of a sudden. I guess it built. This interest again. I missed World of Warcraft. And I picked it up. In Warlord's Drainer. An, a friend that I had picked up in. Wrath of Lich King had convinced me to play warlords and it felt fun i it felt fresh i was playing a character i had never played before because i was mostly playing uh, a warrior and a rogue and i never played anything else i tried a priest at one point didn't like it um i started playing a, a paladin named uh, ariel a blood elf paladin named ariel that's when i became for the horde. i was for alliance for the longest time i had an interest in the horde but yes horde for life now <laughs> um yeah, it was crazy. I had like this really weird obsession with the Little Mermaid at the time, so I figured blood elf paladin named Ariel with red hair, ha! <laughs> and that was a lot of fun. I used the character boost on that, and I I played a lot of it when it uh, when I first got it. I raided the um, that first one with all the, the all the orcs, the Black Hand orcs, and that was fun. And then uh, I did the looking for raid for Black Hand himself and. Raiding. Raid mechanics were just so easy for me because I had a lot of callbacks from Karazhan, and, but I just had no desire to be the be best. I didn't really care about DPS meters and all that stuff. I just wanted to experience the game. But after that, it started feeling empty again, and I didn't like that feeling, and I just had to stop playing Warlords completely when the shipyards came out. Because I just I couldn't do it anymore. Like After all that raid and stuff, I didn't want to level up any characters. Um, I had a troll mage named lantern just I, I don't really like playing mages <laughs> no offense to any mages out there um, so I, I tried playing it off and on I just I didn't like it but I had picked up heroes of the storm and I believe at that time it was an open beta and Sylvanas was new and I, that was the character who taught me how to play that game and I had also started my uh, my job at medieval times and I was making some friends there and talking with people, and they—they, they, you know, some of the knights had played World of Warcraft, they were avid players, still are, and uh, some of them played Heroes. So, uh, talking with them, I—I I wanted to play a little bit more and, you know, play with them, but that never happened. But they had also told me that uh, that we had actually put on a show for Blizzard Entertainment when uh, for for their uh, for like their little shindig. So I had dreamed that that would happen again, and. Uh, it just it didn't that year so I was kind of like disappointed but that's when I really started getting an interest in the company itself um, they were telling me um, how it how it went and it just seemed like fun and unbeknownst to me the headquarters are just like in Irvine which is like a 25 minute freeway ride for me so that blew my mind I was like what the company I love that I've been playing their games since like I was in junior high is like down the street for me so that was cool but. Hey, <laughs> the year after that, they actually did put on a show over at my job, and what was super cool, I got to I got to help with that a little bit. I didn't have my hand in the pool at all, which was cool, which was fine. Like you know, I just I wanted to experience that, but I don't know how much I could talk about. I probably shouldn't, but hey, I can I can mention. I mean, it was all over Twitter when it happened that there was a show at Medieval Times because of Blizzard. But um, I mean, you could you. You could go through Twitter and type in Medieval Times Blizzard and pictures would pop up and threads would pop up. Blizzard was cool about it, but I don't want to talk about it and get in trouble, but whatever. Um, But man, that's what really, really, really fueled the fire. That's what got the passion back there. Because at the time, at, at this time, I was listening to podcasts about Blizzard games and being involved in communities and talking with people and just learning that people really 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 like blizzard and it felt cool because i wasn't alone growing up with this passion for this game this love for this game i felt alone because nobody i knew nobody i was close to enjoyed these games as much as i did nobody like within arm's reach or i could go to their house it was always far away people so it always felt empty but you know these were real tangible people these these were um, employees that were playing these games and then to have the actual creators come to us at my job and we did something for them which is such an eye-opener so in the following year they came back again and did a brand new show and I don't want to talk too much about it but I got to be a little bit more involved. I got to go to the campus multiple times. I got to meet some employees and make friends with some employees. Uh, I know some of you are listening right now because you met me there too. Hello. <laughs> not going to name names, but it that's, that's what really cemented it. That's what cemented it because there were, these were real people. These are people who had dreams and aspirations just like me growing up, but they were the ones who actually did something about it. They, they were the ones who didn't listen to the naysayers. They were the ones who worked hard, went to school, and said, this is what I want to do. And to me, that's incredible. They fought through their hardships. I had mine, but they just kicked their theirs in the face and made it something. And that inspires me. That's why I want to talk about this. This is why I want to meet people and just talk about it. I went to BlizzCon last year with my girlfriend. And I met people from these these communities, and I just I I have a I have a huge stupid smile on my face right now just thinking about it, because growing up I just always felt alone, but I don't anymore, I don't, because of people like James and people like Jules and 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 John and and Bo and all the all these people like I. Uh, ah you guys are great <laughs> it's just like i can't help but smile it's marconin all you guys all you guys and some people who i haven't named i don't like name job because then i start leaving out people by accident and i don't want anybody to feel not included because all you are amazing but anyways blizzard's cool <laughs> and that's my bottom point i i love what the employees do i love watching the things on twitter from the the blizzard uh, blizz life hashtag i love seeing all that and I'm gonna do a little callback from that Blizzard show. I remember standing at the podium in costume, just having a big smile on my face because we just put on an awesome show. Hearing all the great things and seeing all these employees who work on the games that I love. I remember Christy Golden came out, and I recognized her because you know I I, I followed her, and this is around the time when she had just gotten the the job at Blizzard, and she came up to the podium and shook my hand and wanted to thank me so I can relay the message to people for putting on the show and I I remember shaking her hand looking her straight in the eye and and I said I was like oh my gosh of course you're here you just got the job at Blizzard didn't you and just her face lit up she didn't look at me like I was a weirdo. She just like lit up, like per- perked up, and she's like, "Yeah, how did you know that?" And I, and I, I got kind of. I, I got flabbergasted because I was like, "Oh man, did I, did I mess up? Like, do I sound like a creep?" I said, "I'm sorry. I, I, I don't want to sound like a weirdo, but I follow you because I've read your books." And she's like, she gasped and she's like, "No, no, no. I don't feel weirded at all. In fact, I'm really flattered right now. Oh man, that that was life changing. <laughs> because." that that was one moment one of many moments where I learned that people who love Blizzard games and play them they they love them just as much as the as the consumer and you aren't just a consumer when you play these games you're a voice you're a voice that that's heard and these employees they want to hear what you got to say they don't mind that you follow them they they want to hear these things it motivates them just that little interaction I could tell it, it made her day, and that was super cool. Um, to, I mean, if, if you're if you're a, a fan of somebody who works at Blizzard, I mean, don't don't bother them. It's just like anybody else. Like when I'm working, like you know, I, I know people get excited about medieval times, and sometimes a little some people can be a little bit too much. But I understand. You know, you're you're a fan, just like I'm a fan of Blizzard, and I want to tell them that. I want to talk to them and it's not because I'm trying to get anything it's because I want to let them know that hey you changed my life so hey if you got something nice to say about a blizzard employee or if you want to write something cool on the forum I highly recommend it just just let them know just let them know and this this little podcast that I'm doing this little segment this little special bonus is my way of saying hey blizzard hey blizzard employees you guys who work on these games changed my life. And I am who I am today because of the friends I made in your game and what you do every day. Just all I want to say is thank you. And please continue doing what you do. I talked a lot about World of Warcraft in the past, but I want to talk about a little bit of the game that really shook things up and Fueled this passion for for Blizzard, and that's Overwatch. And yeah, that's cheesy. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But Overwatch is the game that it had that has the that has had the biggest impact in my life. And it's crazy to think about that. World of Warcraft, yes, molded me and kind of sculpted me. You would think that had the impact, but no. Overwatch is. So. The biggest, I, I would say the first big impact that Overwatch had with me is like I met my current girlfriend because of Overwatch. Um, <laughs> I had just gotten out of like a really bad, 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 mentally abusive, abusive relationship. And I wanted nothing to do with relationships. I didn't care for them. I didn't want to do anything with that. And I just, I wanted to stay away from all that. And then one day I get a message on Facebook from this girl. And she says, hey, what's your battle tag? And me just not really caring, I gave it to her. And then I said, wait a minute, who are you? And it just kind of took off from there. And that was from Gabrielle, my girlfriend, who I live with currently. She's at work right now while I do this podcast. Um, You know, we talked about Overwatch. Her favorite character is Zenyatta. I, I told her how mccree is my favorite um funny thing is we haven't played overwatch together we just talk about it she's not a big fan of first person shooters but we that's how we met <clears throat> and it just it kind of took off from there <laughs> you know i have overwatch to think about that because we had her and i had something in common and eventually i got her into world of warcraft and we started a uh, legion together and we had fun with that I was tanking dungeons with her. She was DPSing, and we would come home from work and play WoW. Just yes, they went from there, it's, it, and it's been a fun experience. You know, like she still likes Zenyatta We just got a Funko Pop the other day of Zenyatta it, we're, we're we're Blizzard fans. You know, we've been to the campus together, her and I, and, and <laughs> you know, so huge thank you to Overwatch for that. <clears throat> uh, the second biggest impact was some of the voice actors that I've met. And during October, I want to say 2016, October 2016, at an LA Comic Con, it was called. It, now it's called Stanley's Comic Con in LA. LA Comic Con. Um, I met, <coughs> excuse me. I met Darren DePaul and Keith Silverstein, Reinhard and Torbjorn, respectively. And that's my current pin tweet right now. <laughs> it it was so lucky. It was so lucky to meet these guys, because it was near the end of the day, we were all packed up from our event, you know, our booth was ready to go, we were on our way out, and I just turn and I look, and Darren's standing right there with like a bunch of Overwatch cosplayers, and I I tell my co-worker, I was like, hey, I need to do something really quick, I don't care if you get mad, I'm gonna go. (laughs) So I run over there, dressed in my, I was in the black and white night outfit. And after the Overwatch cosplayers were done, I I see Darren and he was so nice. His he, just his whole demeanor is so welcoming. <laughs> he's he's such a nice dude. And he um, he shakes my hand. I tell him like you know what I do, and he's like, oh that's nice. It's very cool. He introduces me to, to Keith and and some other guy. I feel so bad. I don't remember the other guy's name because I was completely stals- uh, starstruck. And I don't know what compelled me, but I I said. Hey, do you mind if we do like a tiny little video? And Darren was so excited. He's like, yeah, not a problem. I would love to. And I was so thankful. Keith looks at me, he's like, I would love to, but I can't. Blizzard's really strict with their characters and how they're portrayed. I would love to, but I can't. And <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I totally understand. You know, it, it's cool. May I still get a picture with you after? And he was like, oh, of course, of course. And it just, it, it takes off from there. It's magic. You, you can go to my pin tweet right now but if you haven't seen it or you, you don't want to look for it the the basic gist of of this little video I'm, I'm standing next to, to Darren now Darren's he's a little he's kind of on the shorter side so he's about up to my shoulder and he's doing the Reinhardt voice he hits his chest he's like I'm Reinhardt and and boy do I love armor because I'm wearing the the spaulders from from medieval times the show and he's like, This makes me so happy for justice, for honor, for Reinhardt. And he uh, he bangs his chest and he's touching my armor. And Keith comes from out of the camera, comes up behind us, and he does a Torgorn voice and he says, No one loves armor more than I do. And my face, oh my god, you it, it looked like I had seen the Lord himself. <laughs> it's like I just I light up my face turns red and I'm, I'm laughing and it's just such a great time and it was incredible they I shake their hands I get a picture with them and oh man it was so much fun like I, that was such a life-changing moment for me because I was always interested in voice acting and I was really timid to uh, to go up to them but they they welcomed me you know and and to me that's overwatch that right there is overwatch a uh, 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 Overwatch is just filled with friends that you haven't met yet, <laughs> and we welcome you with open arms, and that was so freaking cool. So that day, I posted it to Twitter, uh, actually, yeah, I posted it to Twitter, Then I go on the Overwatch subreddit, post it on there, and holy cow, my phone blew up, dude. I had, to, I had to mute everything, because people were telling me and commenting and saying, this is amazing, this made my day, this is incredible, they were asking me questions, and... I was, I was completely in awe. Like every comment like, would give me the chills because people were saying, oh my God, this made my day. This put a huge smile on my face. And I'm like, man, this is, this is, this is it. This is what I love doing. I love putting smiles on people's faces because this is incredible. I, th- these are people who also love this Blizzard game and I'm sharing a moment that I had and they're loving it. Oh, oh, I I, ooh, I, whew, I, got the chills just talking about it. <laughs> but yeah, that was a long, a long while ago. And I still love talking about it. I still love showing people to this day. When I'm in costume for work and I see somebody with an Overwatch jacket or anything, I ask them what's their favorite character to play and we talk about it for a little bit. I show them that video. Oh, man, it, I always get the same reaction. It's always the fist on the mouth going, <laughs> it's just, it, oh, it's great. So, also that, we, we do another Comic-Con in Long Beach, and I met Johnny Cruz, Lucio, and Anjali uh, Vimani, who plays Symmetra. I met them, didn't do a little video, but... Still the same exact thing. I was I had been interacting with Anjali for some time now on uh, on Twitter. I was like, hey, can I get a picture with you at this Comic Con? Uh, I work for Medieval Times. She was super excited. She's like, yeah, of course. So when I went up to their booth, she's like, Sir Knight. Oh man. Oh, I got the chills. <laughs> it was super cool. She was so nice. She we got a picture together, and she was just talking with me. And uh, Johnny Cruz, same exact way. He. <laughs> That guy is someone else. Uh, just, he is so funny. Just hit the the radiance this guy emanates. He's got a smile, that's killer. He's he's got a nice demeanor about him. Him and Anjali were just thriving off of each other. Just this energy was so much fun. And, and I feel like that's how it should be. Meeting celebrities. They were they were incredible people. Just so nice and welcoming, and so excited to be a part of this to be a part of Blizzard, to be a part of Overwatch, to be in this family. And they, they were portraying that so well, because that's what they feel. I remember talking with Johnny, and after I was done, somebody brought him a handcrafted box of Lucy OOs, ohs and holy crap, he lost it. <laughs> um, so when I went back to my booth, all just lit up, just having a little pep in my step, there was uh, two little boys. One was dressed as Reaper, and one was dressed as Soldier 76. And I looked at them and I said, "Did you know Lucio and Smetra are here right now?" They went, oh, "What?" And I was like, I, "I looked at them, I was like, I'm gonna take them to a booth where the voice actors are at right now. Is that okay?" And he's like, "Sure, go ahead." <laughs> so I was like, "Come on, Squires, follow me." So I'm strutting through because they weren't they weren't very far at all. And I go to Angeli and I say, Anjali, I br- uh, excuse me, my lady." I brought you some some fans and she she looks at me and she's like, oh, and, oh, <laughs> it was so it was so cool at that moment I had walked away but I it was really cool to share that with with some youngsters who also played overwatch that was <laughs> that was life-changing as well you know um, even uh, I, I think there was a third third way that overwatch has impacted my life but I, I can't really think about it right now oh yes i'm lying (laughs) there is a third way um josh petersdorf roadhog he also plays overwatch like he actually plays it he'll stream it and do the voices and everything as he's playing i was watching his stream one time and he's like if you want to play with me like here's my battle tag i added him and i managed to get (laughs) into his group and we were we were playing together with like a whole group holy crap it was so much fun that was so much fun and i mentioned a little bit about um what I do, and I mentioned that video, he asked me about it, and I was like, hey man, I don't, I don't want to advertise on your stream, like, about my job, he's like, he, it was funny, because it was kind of like, what the hell are you talking about, do, 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 no, it's cool, man, just go ahead and say it, and I told him, and uh, he saw the video, and he's like, oh man, that's cool, I want to go, I want to go to uh, Medieval Times, It have some friends who uh, work at Pirates, and, and the the joke is, Pirates and Medieval Times have animosity towards each other, but I was like, oh, that's cool, <laughs> but yeah, so, I, I got to meet some, uh, some Overwatch voice actors <laughs> uh, because of my current job and me being brave. <laughs> so those are, those are some ways that Overwatch has uh, impacted my life and it's really cool to see how me being so young starting with RuneScape and just growing up that Blizzard has been a predominant thing in my life since I was young. <laughs> and it, you know it, it doesn't even seem like it's gonna stop anytime soon I just I, I love Blizzard I love the people behind it I, I love the people who are involved in these communities you know you you guys give me life and I'm sure you guys do that for a lot of people I know I see it on Twitter all the time artists podcasters people who are aspiring to be voice actors storytellers, programmers, all sorts of different people who want to be a part of this community, who their dreams are to work at Blizzard because they love these things. It's it's incredible. I don't know another company that does this. Blizzard's amazing. And you know what? It feels real good to be a fan. Man, <laughs> that was a long episode. I didn't really expect to talk that long, but if you stuck around for this long, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to my little uh, my little journey, my little tidbits of Blizzard and Warcraft and Overwatch and Heroes, where I started. Just just thank you <laughs> for sticking around for that long. I really appreciate it. I expect to be doing more episodes. Maybe not so much like this where, uh, where it's a little heartfelt. And I guess this episode is a little therapeutic for me because I wanted to get that off my chest. But I'll be back to my normal just talking about news and all that stuff. Or if people really like this kind of thing, then might do a little bit of a shift in this podcast. But anyways, thank you for listening. Just thank you again. If you want to find me, I'm at Perfect Nomad on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram under a private account for a little bit right now at perfect underscore nomad. If you want to talk to me, hit me up, just talk about anything. Twitter would be the easiest way. Again, that is at perfectnomad on (laughs) twitter.com. You can call me here on Anchor. You can leave a cool iTunes review. I don't really mind if you do or don't. (laughs) But again, thank you for listening and I would love to hear your feedback or just ask me questions about this episode. I hope you have a wonderful weekend full of smiles and lots of Blizzard gaming. Till next time, have a great day.